First news with Keeler in the morning on WIBX and WIBX950.com. Let's go to Steve Hauk, who's standing by uh, here this morning. Steve, of course, has uh, and, and trains people around the uh, around the country uh, in law enforcement and, of course, has a great deal of knowledge. We've spoken to him on, on issues of uh, shootings before. And sometimes you got to be careful with video because... Until you see the rest of the video, the complete video, oftentimes it can be deceiving. Steve Hauk, good morning. Good morning. So, first of all, your thoughts on on what happened to George Floyd and that decision by the jury? I think it was probably the right decision. Yeah. Um, you know, the one of the things with use of force is that um, it, it's not set in stone, right? It's sort of a sliding scale depending upon the situation. Force can go from mere police presence to deadly physical force in, you know, a, a half a second. It can yeah. also go from deadly physical force to uh, hands-on handcuffing. So it, it it adapts to whatever the particular situation is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there may have been a time in that encounter in which uh, he would have been justified to, say, you know, not kneel on his neck, but mm-hmm. say kneel on his back while yeah. being handcuffed. But once the threat is over... And yep. clearly there was not a threat um, during that whole incident. Um, he needs to stop uh, and and do something else, you know, get him on his feet, get him to the car, whatever the case may be. And he clearly doesn't do that. And it's uh, also, and, I, I find it also interesting that there really never was a threat. When you look at all the video, I mean, he, he was panicking getting into the car. That would be the closest thing you have to a threat. Um, mm-hmm. They're really never. He he seemed to be polite. He seemed to be listening when they when they. It's almost as if that police officer escalated the situation. Um, uh, sure, and that can happen. Yeah, it yeah. absolutely can happen. Right. Yeah. Either way, that is just one of the most horrible stories I think. And to, and to, and to know that we we were able to watch the whole thing from life to death, I think is is well. That's what uh, Judge Jeanine Pirro said the other day on on Fox News that we probably never seen anything like that nationally no no and uh, you know i've all along i you know i was a proponent of dash cams i mm-hmm. i like body cams uh but uh i always i always say that they don't always tell the true story uh they don't tell the little nuances of of what perhaps might be occurring um you know either verbally or the physical cues that you might get from someone that the body camera doesn't really pick up on uh, you know, and, and so you can't look at it like it's a movie telling the whole story. It's part of the review process that police do uh, to police themselves, which uh, I know some people like to, to poke, you know, the, the police can't do that. I can tell you that having been on both ends of uh, that review process, that's a, that it's extensive. It goes through multiple levels of, of supervision. Uh, so anytime an officer uses force, it is scrutinized uh, yeah, yeah. to the nth degree by people that know what they're doing. Right, so, as opposed um, to the rest of us sitting here watching it on TV. That's correct. Yeah. They know the yeah. rules, they know the law, they know what you can do, what you can't do. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I was very surprised by the number of training uh, law enforcement trainers, um, law enforcement members, um, former law enforcement members that testified against Chauvin, um, I think that was really telling uh, in that. Andrew. Um, so, Steve, I was talking with somebody who used to used to actually be a Utica police officer, and he said his thought was that, yes, police nowadays are very uh, trigger-happy. Where And he used the example of Rodney King, that probably today Rodney King 
would have been killed. And he kind of alluded to the fact that not that not to say that it was you know be encouraging to use more physical force in the form of uh, the baton or the nightstick or or even just taking somebody down. Should we be shifting back to that mentality? You know, here's here's part of the problem is that I think that um, you see violence used, um, I should say, deadly violence used more often. Uh, than in the past, I think, uh, between combatants. You know, knives, guns, you know, guns, obviously, you know, illegal guns are pretty prevalent uh, on the streets. So that causes a lot of angst among law enforcement. So you're constantly, you know, on the lookout for that type of thing. And so perhaps it would be the go-to to say, hey, you know, this is going to get bad real quick. Uh, you know, we're not machines. Yeah. You know, you have to transition from yeah. different yeah. uses of force, right? You have to go from one to the next. So uh, I, I suppose an argument could be made for that. That's something I think would probably require some study uh, to, yeah. to determine whether it's real or not. But I, I could see where someone might yeah. might feel like. I, I, I want to be able to get this part in before we, we have to break for news, and that is um, the girl that um, that had the knife, uh, she lunges at the police, tells her to police officer, tells her to stop. And she lunges after another female. Uh, the police officer shoots and kills her several times, uh, four times, I think. Um, there has been a lot of criticism over that. What You know, I wonder um, if the police officer didn't shoot and stop her and she lunged into another female, stabs that female and kills that female, wouldn't the other family members being of that female say, why didn't you stop her? You now allowed my daughter to be killed. So I, I, what are your thoughts on that case? Yeah, that's, that's the tricky part, right? So uh, if you watch the video, it's clear. That it, and, and I wouldn't even categorize as a lunge, right? Because a lunge could be, you know, from five feet away. Yeah, She's holding on to her with one hand and you know, she first she holds the knife up in a stabbing sort of motion, and then she starts to move in. Um, it, it, if you look at me, and, and, and I'm in that situation, I have every belief that she's going to stab her. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that was a big knife. Mm-hmm. So it was. Uh, the, the likelihood that she could have seriously injured or killed her is pretty high. Uh, I don't see that he had other options. Uh, yeah, what, yeah. what What are the other options? And I, I know one of the news conferences for the, the chief was asked the question by a reporter, that uh, couldn't he have shot her in the leg or the arm? Um, and my response to that is the police are not trick shot artists, right? You not mean, yeah. off people's heads. Right, you mean they could it have shot the, the knife out of her hand? I mean, that's... Uh, yeah, I would have shot the knife right out of her hand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we don't... It's not possible to do that, first of all. It's... it's if you've ever if you've ever had use force or even yeah. shoot a paper target uh, from distance under stress, it's very difficult to do. Yeah. And you have to always be careful of what your background is. And, and mm-hmm. that, listen, I'll tell you, that was a dangerous shot. That could have ended up in the victim being killed. Right. Right. Uh, so yeah, uh, you know, at, at any point she could have no pulled. Situation. She could have. They could have moved to the point where where the victim moved right in front of the uh, bullet. Absolutely. Uh, Jeff and Utica. Terrible situation. Jeff and Utica with a question. Hi, Jeff. You're on with Steve Huck. Hey, Steve. Uh, so I got a quick question for you. I, I see a lot of these Internet videos these days regarding First Amendment auditors and sovereign citizens who feel the need to, to audit how police handle themselves. Has, uh, has the UPD been dealing with anything like that on a local level? 
Well, you know, being retired, I, it's tough to say right now. I can tell you that that's always been uh, a concern, if you will, uh, with citizens, that the police can't police themselves and that, uh, you know, these oversight yeah. boards and, and many larger agencies yeah. have had these, you know, for years. I am not a proponent of it. Uh, I think that the reason why I say that is most of these people that get on these boards are political appointees. Uh, Who probably don't have law enforcement that's got, experience. It's got an axe yep. grind or looking to mm. raise their profile, yep. and they know yep. nothing about law enforcement. And they come in and they, uh, they adapt and adjust and react yep. to whatever's happening at the particular moment. That's not how policing works. I, I want to, uh, Jeff, thank you. Uh, final question. Uh, I have about 45 seconds for your answer. And that is the uh, the boy who was 13 years old. God forbid he had a gun. Uh, they tell him to put his hands up or whatever. He puts his hands up. They shoot and kill him. What What are your thoughts on that story? Yeah, I watched that, too. It, it, it certainly does look like he had a gun. I know there's a photo of a gun on the other side of the fence that he was trying to climb through. Uh, again, real tough situation. He's got his back to you. You know he had a gun. It was just a shooting. Uh, you suspect he's involved in it. You're in this pursuit. Yeah. Uh, and he turns, you know, quickly, slowly, whatever the case may be, I could certainly see how he would think the gun was still in his hand. Yeah. Tough situation. Again, you know, then mm-hmm. you realize he's 13. It's 13 brutal. years old. Yeah. Boy, I got to yeah. tell you, all this stuff going on uh, doesn't serve as a great recruitment video for police policing, does it? Uh, no, it does not. No. And, and you know, and, and it's an argument for another time, but yeah. Yeah. I've told several friends that uh, you're pushing good people out of the profession. Who are you going to end up with? What are you going to end up with? All right. Steve, as always, we appreciate your expertise. Thank you so much. Anytime. All right. Uh, Steve Hauk, formerly with uh, UPD.